Hello and welcome to Bury the Lead. I'm one of your co-hosts, Winnipeg Free Press columnist Jen Zarati. And I'm your other co-host, Winnipeg Free Press multimedia producer Aaron Labar. Welcome to the show. We're not in a field this week. We're not. We're back in the air-conditioned comfort of Jen's basement. Ah, it's so <laughs> nice. It's so hot. It's so hot. It's so hot. And oh. that is actually kind of the, the theme of the show. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. We're going to talk about summer fatigue. Because that's a thing. It's a thing. Festival fatigue, budget fatigue... All weather fatigue the, it's the you, pressure one feels to enjoy summer. yeah to enjoy the summer when really you just want to stay inside and eat cheetos speaking of summer we're also going to be doing a good or gross this week with all the weird new slurpee flavors because yes. it was uh it was 7-eleven this past week the you know 7-eleven holiday yes june 11th or july 11th um and winnipeg of course retained its <laughs> slurpee capital of the world title yes and now we have a street Named after Slurpees. How was your week, Jen? Week was good. It was mostly, well, it was, a lot of it was spent with you. That's true. <laughs> Which is different than every other week, Hal. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a good time to thank Donovan Woods again for yeah. uh, being uh, our guest host he last was week. So much fun. I love him so much. Yeah, it was uh it was great. But how was your festival overall? It was good. It was so hot. It was so hot. <laughs> it was so hot. And as most people know, last year I got heat stroke. Yes. Like full on heat stroke. Like so, call nine one one heat stroke. Yeah. And yeah. I don't, did we talk about this last week on the pod? I don't think we did. So we found this infographic which was basically like kind of so you can tell the difference between like heat stroke and, and like heat exhaustion. Heat exhaustion. Yeah. And heat exhaustion, it was like what you should do. So it was like, get the person to a cool area. And like it had all these suggestions. And then for heat stroke, it was just call 911. <laughs> yeah. So it was bad. So I was a little nervous Whoops. because I know once you get it once, you're more susceptible to getting it in the future. Right. So I was trying to be so careful. And so Friday we were there doing the pod and doing a bunch of other stuff. And it was really hot that day. But I think we did really well in terms yeah. of staying in the shade and whatever. Saturday, we didn't. I didn't actually have to work. But there were a couple of workshops that I really wanted to see. So I was like, I'm going to go on Saturday. That was smart. I went. I lasted three hours. And I started to feel a little bit off at about yeah. six o'clock. And I was like, I'm out of here. And I left before main stage because I'm like, there's and my friend who stayed definitely had heat exhaustion yeah. yeah it was just unreal but i saw some really great music loved courtney barnett oh my god courtney barnett was so good love cheryl crow yeah except for her her, her weird rapping her weird rap yeah song. yeah but she, she played all the bangers and i was very excited about that it was like a greatest hits <clears throat> package loved it in her she knows her she knows what her audience yeah. wants to hear in her leather pants and daffy, daffy duck, duck t-shirt <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can't believe she's 56 i cannot believe that either like she yeah She's got it. Also, main stage, if you read our wrap up in the paper, we talked about this there too, but main stage was sounding yeah, great. Because I remember year. maybe it was last year or the year before, there was some really bad sound issues like cracking and popping and yeah. screeching and cutting out. But this was perfect. Yeah. Like even people taking like their shitty iPhone videos of Courtney Barnett that they were sharing on Instagram after, even those sounded good. Yeah. So. And I brought my mom out on Sunday to see Cheryl Crow. Uh-huh. She hasn't been to Folk Fest for probably 30 years. She used to be on like the original Enviro team in the 70s and oh, would camp cool. with my dad and all that stuff. But she hadn't been since I guess she had kids. Um, and so we went to a couple workshops, then I set her up with her chair at Cheryl Crow and she was so excited. It was so cute. I loved she it. She had a good time. She did. Good. We had a great time until we tried to leave. Oh yeah. So we stayed, we stayed for the f- main set. We left mm-hmm. kind of right as she came up for her encore. Cause we're like, sweet. We'll like yeah. beat a little bit of the traffic. <laughs> we were immobile for 47 minutes in the parking lot. So were we. We didn't get out of the parking lot 
until more than an hour after we had gotten to our car. Yeah, we same thing. We I remember looking at my phone and seeing that it was 10 o'clock when we had like entered the parking area right i think we got into there at like 10 36 or something like it yeah was cool. we got in our car at 10 15 and we got out of there at 11 10 yeah it was brutal like what i don't understand how this is still a I thing that happens don't understand either and like i love folk fest but like something's gotta be done with that situation it was it was like a real downer way to end a really good festival. We were so frustrated and so annoyed. Oh, especially because it's Sunday night, you know, where already it's like, oh, you have to work in the yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah. You just want to get home. You just and... want to get home. And they were only allowing like one lane of traffic. I can remember past years they would allow both lanes. Like yeah. they would close the incoming lane and make them two outgoing lanes. Yeah. And that didn't happen this year. And I was just like, this is ridiculous like to be completely motionless for 45 minutes is is ridiculous yeah and it's also not um and i think something to consider is the fact especially because the festival does so many great things in terms of environmental conservation right having idling cars for nearly an hour right not kind of counter counter mandate (laughs) yeah but uh so overall, we, yeah, it was good. Overall, and we and we talked about this in the roundup too. But the site improvements that they have made, mm-hmm. oh my god, like I love not having. I the longest I had to wait for a porta potty was a song. Yeah, that's even with a huge long lineup, it was that yeah. is unprecedented. Yeah. Like yeah. that is so they've definitely made. I feel like the the parking is the one, the next thing you should be working on. It needs improvement. <laughs> yeah. This episode, we're going to be talking about summer fatigue because I think that is something that it's a thing that happens, but no one really talks about. Yeah, it's under discussed. Yeah. I, I agree. Feel. yeah. So you kind of, I suffer summer fatigue yeah. greatly because I don't like being outside. Like you, I just don't. I'm an indoor person. You are an indoor cat, and also you don't have air conditioning. I don't have air conditioning. I just like I I don't like feeling pressure to like live it up in the summer because that's not my favorite season. Like I do yeah. not wait all year for summer. I wait all year for fall. Like fall is your time to shine. Exactly. So like don't get salty with me because I don't want to go and sit on a patio in 34 degrees and pretend I'm enjoying having drinks with you. Like I'm not. <laughs> I feel like there is a lot of pressure for that, especially yes. in a city like Winnipeg where summer is short. Feels short. Yes. Um I don't know that it's necessarily empirically shorter than everyone else in summer, but it <laughs> feels, it feels shorter. Um especially when you don't really have a spring. Like this year I it went winter to summer winter to hot yeah um but yeah there's all this pressure to just be like you have to be outside as much as possible and like i i feel that yes and then you're just sweating and you're like why is this fun it's not fun right like i like a good beach day but then i like to follow that up with three days watching netflix in my apartment exactly but then you feel (laughs) guilty doing that right i always feel a tremendous guilt for for wanting to stay home in the summer i look out the window and the sky is clear and the birds are chirping and i'm like everyone's out there enjoying their lives and like yeah. biking and i don't bike and going camping and i hate camping <laughs> so i'm just like <laughs> am i am i missing out on on life or am i just doing what i want i i, I think you are bravely <laughs> living your own life and not worrying about other people um i do like summer but i like early summer like may and june mm-hmm. are typically my favorite months mm-hmm. uh because then it just gets so hot and then i'm kind of by yeah, august and i don't I'm like, I'm i don't do this. well in the heat so like why am i gonna put myself at risk we're sweaty buddies I understand. we are it's, yeah, it's just, just part of life yeah 
Um, but I, I, and I try, I'm trying to think of like where the guilt comes from, like, especially because in my house, like, as you know, the TV is in our basement, which is like fairly like we have the small basement windows, but it's not like you can see yeah. outside. And like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like a weird, like hermit. Yeah. <laughs> slash like, like stoner teenager that woke <laughs> up at 2 PM. You know what right, I mean? Like, right. it's just that it kind of has that like weird, like you like feel like your mom is going to come down and be like, get some fresh air. Yeah, like, go outside and play with your friends. Exactly. So, yeah. so I think that's maybe, and also the feeling going out is expensive. And as someone who's trying very thing. hard to mind their budget, every time you go for a drink, there's always like two drinks and an app and you're like, Oh, there's $30 gone. Well, yeah, even just going for a walk suddenly turns into like getting ice cream. Exactly. Like, you know, like stopping for a Slurpee or. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's expensive. Right. Summer is very expensive and also t- exhausting. Like for, for us in the arts department, it's just like yes. festivals, festivals, festivals. I feel like that's another reason why I don't love going out is because I'm out so much for work that mm-hmm. when I'm not working, I'm like, I just want to stay home in my I pajamas. I also just like being at home in general. Yeah. But yeah, it is. Uh, so I've I've reached like almost hit my festival fatigue because mm-hmm. we've done quite a few already. Jazz Fest, Country Fest, Folk Fest, and now Fringe Fest is coming up next week. And I really love the Fringe Fest, so I'm excited for that. Um, but once that's done, I think that's going to be about max capacity for me. Yeah, it's uh, we have a couple of folklorama things, but yeah. it's a little bit a little bit more low key. It's a little more spread out too. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, we're at the midway point. Yeah. So I feel it. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, but it's, again, it's just, it's hard to do it all, but I, there is pressure to do it. So basically, we're here to tell you that if you're feeling that pressure, it's okay. It's okay to stay home. It's okay to stay, it's okay to stay inside. It's okay to not, you know, it's okay to quote, waste a beautiful day. Yes. That's you know? the thing. I know. Waste. I hate that word. I know, me too. Ugh. There's no such thing. And also, my husband brought up a very valid point which is extreme weather is extreme weather. So we don't go out when there's a wind chill warning. Right. Why do we feel so much pressure to go out when there's literally heat warning? Yeah. As there is today, I believe. It's like my partner is a rugby coach and they had practice last night when there was a heat warning. And I'm like, yeah. can't you just cancel the practice? And he's like, no, they want to they wanna keep going. I'm like, why would you risk like heat exhausting 20 teenagers when you exactly. could just cancel the practice? Like, It's not exactly. worth it. It's not worth it. It is not worth it. My... I, I, you know, what's funny though, is that I used to really like the hot, hot, like, Oh really? Yeah. That's um, surprising to me. Yeah. I, and I think it was honestly, I don't know if I really liked it or if it was just, I felt the pressure and gave into the pressure and now I don't care. Mm-hmm. But my ideal weather is like 22. I was going to say that's the perfect like, temperature. Partly cloudy. Yes. You know what I mean? Like where you just have like a bit of shade and like a breeze. That's yeah. perfect. That's sitting outside weather. When yeah. It's at over 30. It's like, no. So in my quest for minding my own budget, mm-hmm. if anyone has suggestions of free things to do in the yeah. summertime, I'm into that. Yes, give us suggestions and then we can do a little a little seg on the pod about yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. So as we mentioned before, yes. Fringe is coming up yes. next, next week and we are always on the Free Press's review team. Mm-hmm. So we haven't got our schedules yet, but I, f- I heard Randall King saying he's loading us up. So I feel <laughs> like that means it's going to be quite a few. I feel like we're going to see a, a, a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I really like this particular festival. Me too. Uh, and I never yeah. used to go when I was younger. Mm. All my friends were like, folk fest, folk fest. And I... Yeah. And though my sister-in-law is very involved with Fringe, that's how I kind of got into it because I would go see the shows that she was doing lighting or costumes for. And then I'm like, wow, why have I not been doing this my entire life? This is so much fun. 
And speaking of sort of budget-wise summer activities. Yeah, 10 bucks. Yeah. Most fringe. shows most shows are 10 bucks. Or you can do, I think there's like two, four deals as well. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's all kinds of things to be had. So you just go to winnipegfringe.com and get your tickets and do all that kind of stuff. But I think we talked last year about reviewing. Yes. Um, I don't know if we necessarily talked about like fringe tips, like how to maximize your fringe going experience. Yeah, because there are so many shows and it can be super super overwhelming more than you're realistically gonna see right um so my advice is a long-term fringer is to go through the program pick stuff that appeals to you but also don't be afraid to get suggestions as the festival goes on yeah so my tip is to just go to old market square on a when on a night that you know you're free yeah or like a day that you know you're free and just see what's happening that day and then just pick it based on the title <laughs> because yeah honestly it's a bit of a crapshoot you never know what you're gonna get even if it's something you think you're gonna like you never know what's gonna happen on that stage to be yeah, honest for sure and i've done that a couple times where we've just gone to old market square and been like okay these three line up with our our own schedule let's do those and you just see what happens. Yeah. Also, fringe performers are out hand billing, which is, I thought <laughs> you said s- handling, but you said <laughs> hand billing. Hand billing, which yeah. I always feel so bad for them because that would give me hives. <laughs> but basically, they pass out like little, little flyers, flyers yeah. about the show, which I immediately put into my recycling. <laughs> um, but what I like about hand billing is that you can engage people in conversation about their shows. Right. And, and you they, kind of get a sense of the performer and what you're going to get yourself exactly. into. Yeah. Cause there's, there are better hand billers than others. Yes. Um, and also just talking to people in line. And I think people say that all the time, but it truly is. Yeah. You're yeah. going to get pretty truthful reviews yeah. from the people waiting in line. And also don't just kind of depend on the, big stages there are a lot of really cool things happening in the smaller stages as well absolutely and And then just like hanging out yeah that's also fun too yeah there's always lots of cool stuff going on in old market square free performers on the cube there's a beer garden it's all a good time starts on the 18th so that's on wednesday yeah and then it's 10 days yeah yeah so and there's also the best of the fringe so when um whoever does well uh typically gets an extra show in their run so that's also something to keep it and of course you can go to winnipegfreepress.com because we're going to be reviewing a ton of shows and i promise you we are sometimes too honest for our own good (laughs) (laughs) as as evidenced by many twitter arguments i've gotten into with performers um yeah so you can come to the website and even in the paper they're going to be running some of them but i think we're one of the only media outlets that's doing like that many reviews. Uh, yeah, this yeah. comprehensive and they won't be behind the paywall. Right. That's another awesome bonus is that they're free for you to see whenever. Yeah. So you can read Jen and Mai's thoughts on some pretty wonky stuff. <laughs> All that is at, again, winnipegfreepress.com. Our gonna, final segment. We're going to do Good or Gross. Good I'm or excited. Gross. I'm excited. I feel like we haven't done one for a while. I know. We need a song for Good or Gross. I'm not going to do it because I always just make make one up, but um, we're doing yeah, Slurpees today. We're yeah. doing Slurpees. We're sticking yeah. with the summer theme. Summer in Winnipeg means Slurpees. I mean, any time in Winnipeg means Slurpees. Any time in Winnipeg but, means Slurpees. You know. Even when your eyelashes are Frozen stuck together chicken. and your car won't start. Um, so uh, again, we've held on to our title as yeah 19 straight years i yeah. wonder if they're going to do something crazy for the uh, 20th year next Watch, year it'll be the one year we don't yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> someone will try to overthrow is, us yeah is uh slurpee capital of the world yeah so 
that's why this year we have a street. Yeah. So they, a stretch, it says a stretch of Rouge, Rouge Road from Portage Avenue to Bird Avenue will be graced with the name Slurpee Way. Slurpee Way. The honorary Slurpee Way. Honorary Slurpee Way. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little blue, like semicircle sign over top of Rouge Road that says Slurpee Way. Yeah. Usually those are for like former politicians yeah. and like philanthropists. <laughs> yeah. No, this is for a sugary drink. A sugary, sugary drink. So we thought in honor of that, there's some new weirdo flavors. Yeah. I noticed. Yeah. We're going to try two of them. One is a Crush brand birthday cake. So like, oh. you know, Orange Crush. Oh, really? I didn't Great realize crush. it was a yeah Crush birthday cake. <laughs> yes, it's Crush birthday cake. There's also Crush jelly bean, which you'll have to try on your own. Okay. So we're going to do that. And then there's also a Maynard's sour watermelon we have that one which we're gonna try as well okay okay so do you want me to stick your straw in here sure i was like what does that mean (laughs) (laughs) don't don't be perverse jen i almost called you jennifer but that's not your name it isn't it's a weird color it's like um it's like it's like oddly tangy <laughs> i'm afraid of this and this is the birthday cake one i mean it tastes like a little vanilla-y but there's like a weird citrus kind of like it's got a very strange aftertaste i'm not sure if i'm into that one uh the aftertaste tastes like cough syrup to me it's very medicinal it's yeah. very medicinal you're right that's good it kind of tastes like what i imagine what happens like the liquid that would come out of a slurpee machine after you've cleaned <laughs> it out that's what it tastes like to me it's very chemically very sweet that is repulsive that is gross for me it tastes like what i would imagine a highlighter would taste like <laughs> if that makes any sense at all it's also a bizarre color it's, so in yeah the it's machine, like pale like it's lime green but pale yeah in the machine though it looks white so i don't know if it's just like taking on a weird cast of the cup but like it does not taste like birthday cake and no as i think i've mentioned birthday cake is usually like my favorite flavor of anything yeah Side note, I tried the birthday cake Halo Top last week. It was really good. It tastes like Funfetti cake batter. I'm going to try this one more time. Yeah. Okay. Let me have the watermelon one. Like, I feel like my tongue is coated in something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that one. All right. And I love Slurpees. So moving on. Moving on. Here, I'll I'll trade you. So this is the... I guess based on the Maynard's sour watermelon candy, which I enjoy. I don't love sour, but you go ahead first. Okay. <laughs> it's a nice, pleasing watermelon pink. Yes. I'm curious to see how sour is sour. It tastes like a sour candy. It's pretty, ooh, it's pretty sour. Blah! No. Blah! <laughs> oh, it's too sour. My cheeks. Oh, they hurt. Yeah, that is like. Oh, I can feel it all the way to my throat. Oh. Oh, I don't like that at all. It also kind of has the double whammy <laughs> of having that like a lip puckering like. Oh, it hurts but my also, jaw. But also brain freeze. And like the saliva is incredible. <laughs> oh, my oh my God. Oh my God. And it hurts. It hurts. This one hurt, but it's I don't know why I took such a huge step. <laughs> you went for it. <laughs> oh I don't like sour stuff. <laughs> well, I, you hadn't responded to how sour is it? And before I had taken a sip. Let me try. I like it, though. The taste, the flavor of it is fine. Like, it tastes watermelon It tastes like watermelon, but it is sour. Oh, crap. It was worse the second <laughs> time. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, it's everything I hate about sour things. 
<laughs> yeah, it definitely has that like, like jaw I pinching. Wish I see that I'm squinting and then my <laughs> eyes are watering right now. <laughs> I can. <laughs> oh boy, that is sharp. <laughs> so that's going to be a gross for you, I'm guessing. Yeah, well, that's not, it doesn't taste bad, but I don't appreciate <laughs> oh. the, the face pain. Yes. Yeah, like right in the jaw. I feel like anyone over the age of 25 should not drink this. <laughs> if you're like a child, you'll be fine because your body can handle that kind of sugar and sour. But yeah, no, my, my gums hurt and I'm just like producing, overproducing saliva. <laughs> yeah, I and yet I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you can finish so I it. it. I think it's a gross and a good. I think me. it's a little bit. It's a 50-50, but birthday cake is all gross. Yeah. Anyway, um, oh, speaking of good or gross as well. Oh, yeah. We tried something else. This is we did. paper. Yeah. So our coworker, Jill Wilson, who does a lot of the food writing in the paper, mm-hmm. has a, a similar sort of style column for the newspaper. I can't remember what it's called. Tasting notes or something like that. Taste test. I think it's called taste test. Anyway. Possibly. Sorry, Jill. Sorry, Jill. But we tried the A&W Beyond Meat Mm-hmm. burger that is uh supposed to be vegan right but they had mayo on it so it's not vegan yeah vegetarian <laughs> yeah vegetarian it's vegetarian um it was pretty good it was we compared it with a teen burger which was obviously better but yeah <laughs> i mean just, it just is um i think maybe if because there's mayo on it anyway they may as well just put cheese on it yeah to be honest and i think if it had cheese it would be a plus i think the i think if it was grilled it would be better too as opposed to being a steamed ham, <laughs> a la Simpsons. But um, I know a lot of my vegetarian and vegan friends have complained that when they're on a road trip, for example, mm, that, yeah. that it's kind of a desert in terms of options. options. Yeah. Especially because fast food is often your only option. Mm-hmm. And as well, I think there's kind of this idea that because you're a vegan or vegetarian, you have to eat, you know, quote, pure and good all the time. Like raw and healthy and yeah. Yeah. And... Like, Sometimes you want junk food. You still want junk food. You know, it's not... We should know, add, though, plant bowl. that this burger was actually more caloric than a normal burger. It was like 500 calories with like a huge amount of sodium. Yeah, there's a lot of oil. A lot of oil and a lot of sodium. So it wasn't really any healthier. No. <laughs> when when everything comes down to it. But it didn't... Uh, I love burgers and I, I didn't hate that. Like, I, if if I had no other option, I'd be I'd be happy with that. Yeah, it had a good, it felt like a Good consistency, yeah. yeah, definitely. Good texture, good flavor, probably because of all the sal- sodium. Yes. <laughs> all the salt and seasonings made it taste really good. But you can check that column out and everything else that we do at work at winnipegfreepress.com. You can also follow us on social media. I'm at Jen Zerati on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm Naya Rabble at, uh, well, well, on Twitter and Instagram. I just totally forgot what I was saying halfway through my sentence. Because <laughs> that's slurpy. I know. It's the, it's the sour. It's like in my brain lobes. <laughs> it's, it's in my lobes. Uh, and also, you can email us at BarryTheLeadingWinnipegFreePress.com. Yes, don't forget to ask Aaron for advice. Yeah, we're going to do that um, once we get back from our food road trip, which is happening in a couple of weeks. And next week, we're going to hopefully have some fringe-related guests mm-hmm. if so, everything works out as yes. planned. Yeah, so stay tuned for that. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.